Blog Talk Radio.
All right, guys, it is Wednesday. You already know what it is. It is a gospel radio show, <clears throat> excuse me, right here on the Hilltop Radio. That was Miss Benitra Calhoun with Jesus on the Boat. And she'll be with us tomorrow night on the Jukebox Radio Show. That's a couple of her gospel, one of, one of two gospel songs that we're going to be playing again tomorrow night on the uh, on the. Uh, Jukebox Radio Show, excuse me. Jukebox Radio Show, she's going to be with us uh, tomorrow night. And uh, tomorrow night is going to be a special night because because of her and her music, I invited a lot of uh, gospel uh, executives on the line tomorrow night. I know it's Jukebox, but I just had to get those, get my, use my networking and get these uh, gospel executives and, uh, one of the biggest gospel promoters um, in the United States, a good friend of mine. He's going to be on with us tomorrow as well, and a couple of uh, uh, gospel labels and some radio stations, some gospel radio stations, um, mainly one big radio station in Dallas, Texas. Um, they're going to be on board with, with us tomorrow tomorrow night. And a couple of other gospel artists, big gospel artists in the industry. I'm not saying any names. you got to tune in tomorrow night. Um, first half of the show, you guys can find out who that is. I know who it is, but you got to find out who it is. And I ain't telling, and this ain't trick-or-treat, and it's not Halloween. What's up, family? What's up, Robin Lynn Maven? She is reporting live from the nursing home in Seattle, Washington. She is raising <laughs> cane. They didn't laid hands on her. They didn't give her holy water. They didn't give her the oil, and she's still cutting up, y'all. Robin, uh, welcome to the show. I'm glad you're feeling Hi. a lot better. I'm glad you're feeling a lot better than yes. what you was uh, going in. You know, um, yes. been in my prayers and my thoughts, so, you know, you're here. Thank uh, you. Miss Peggy, uh, welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Good evening, family. I just got to say this real quick, you guys. I, I, didn't, I didn't put it in a group. Well, when I said I got some bad news, I was going to tell you guys the bad news, but I had to make a... I joke about it, you know, I lost, you know, the bad news is I lost a bunch of money on car insurance because I'm not driving right now. And the reason why I'm not driving right now is because I had a stroke. So I saved a lot of money because um, I took the tags off the car and was sitting back. Um, so uh, I just want everybody to know, right, I just want everybody to know, put Debo, uh, DJ Debo and his wife in your affairs, he was, um, uh, came down with COVID. Him and his wife has COVID, but it's the COVID where they're home. So, you know, just keep those two in y'all's prayers. So, you know, um, okay. I'll go from there. Uh, Robin, as always, where are we uh, promoted at? Where can people find this show on uh, I Am wow. Streaming? I know we're on wow. I Am Streaming. We're every day going where. Where, where, can we, where can people find this at? Here we on the are top. originating from DJ Sean Live 24-7, Vibes Live Radio, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Spotify, iHeart Radio, TuneIn Radio, all of the podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Castos, Javon over in, in Jill, Savon over in India, uh, 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 all the social media platforms, just everywhere. 
everywhere, man. Like, for real, for real. I'm so proud. <laughs> Shout out to All the right. folks that I am streaming. <laughs> All right. Again, uh, thank you, Robin, for all that you do behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know uh, what you do, but you do a lot for us. And uh, we are much appreciated. Uh, Ms. Peggy, uh, welcome. Are you still uh, in the great state of Tennessee? No, sir. I am I'm back home. Um, thank goodness. I love to go visit, uh, but I'm just glad to be back home now. Fight with the raccoons. There's like six of them out back right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, there and lay some hands on them. Hey, uh, the one comes right up to me. He does. I named him Rocky. Uh, they're just hanging out, eating popcorn. <laughs> well, we got a we got a young right challenge. Go ahead. No, sir. Go ahead, DJ Sean. I'm excited. I know it's going to be a great show tonight. Yes, sir. All right, you guys. Yeah, we got a we got an awesome show. We got a, a young artist from uh, the great state of Missouri. He'll be on with us uh, soon. Uh, that's Jay Will. Um, up and coming artist. He's like I said, he's uh, from out of Missouri. He'll be with us soon. And then, like I said, uh, make sure you guys uh, tune in uh, tomorrow night, man. It's going to be an awesome show tomorrow night. And um, the Chronicles of a DJ was uh, an awesome show uh, Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night, I have one of the original disc jockeys that had the first all black radio station. In Texas, and he was the first uh, black executive producer on television to do TV out of Texas. He is 87 years old. He still is doing his thing, and he's going to join us Tuesday night on Chronicles of a DJ. And we're going to talk about, you know, from the time he started, 87, you know, well, years and years and years ago until now, till today. And, um, his uh, take on the music industry, you know, the equipment, things like that. So that's going to be an awesome show. We finally found a don. I call him a don. I call him the dinosaur of DJs. So he's a dinosaur, and um, and he's going to be with us. Very spiritual um, young man. He has a lot, a lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge in the industry, and um, he's full of energy. And best thing is, best thing about it is, man, he uh, he has a awesome uh, friendship with with God as well too. And um, and we're going to be pleased to have him here on um, wow the Hilltop Radio Show, y'all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, again, this is the Gospel Radio Show. And uh, let's get into another. Uh, let's get into another song, and we'll be right back, y'all. We'll be right back. God said in Isaiah 61 verse 3, it says, "To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness." The planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Wait on the promises of God. 
right, you guys, welcome back to the Gossip Radio Show. That's the one and only Miss Pastor Sandra, Dr. Pastor uh, Sandra Jefferson, um, formerly of the original, one of the original uh, Soul Train Line dancers. Start the one of the originals, yeah, back in 71. Yeah. Uh, Robin, you had a lot to do with that track, right? Yes. Uh <laughs> We were Robin Lynch Productions uh, was able to release that back in the month of July, twenty twenty one. Yes, and there's more to come. Yeah, so <laughs> thank you, Sean. <laughs> All right. All right, again, y'all. This has this is the Hilltop Radio Show, and we have the Gospel Radio Show. We're waiting on the young artist, um, <clears throat> Jay Will, uh, to tap in with us. Um, if he comes on, we had a hard time getting reach, getting his getting his music to be a part of the show. But you know, the show must go on. And uh, let's do this. Let's go into a commercial, y'all. And we'll be right back. Um, yeah, let's go into a quick commercial and be right, and we'll be right back. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, have you lost your phone service? Now there's a new alternative to the large phone provider. Texans now have a better choice in phone service. Everybody's Phone Company, the best prepaid phone service in Texas. Everybody's Phone Company will get your phone turned on with no deposits, no credit checks, no ID, no social security questions, and absolutely no hassle. They have unlimited local calling, toll-free calling, 911 emergency access, collect calling, and free long distance, and much more. For more information about Everybody's Phone Company, go to everybodysphonecompany.com. Again, that's everybodysphonecompany.com. Or you can call Everybody's Phone Company at 713-268-1610. Again, that's 713-268-1610. Everybody's Phone Company, the best prepaid phone service in Texas that is renewable on a monthly basis. The new alternative to the large phone provider. So don't go without phone service. Contact Everybody's Phone Company. Hey you guys again, welcome back to the Gospel Radio Show right here on Hilltop Radio. Let's go into another let's go into another uh another song, y'all, and we'll be right back. Come on here. Wow. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Yes, you know he does. He loves you, Jesus loves you, really loves you, oh you know he does. Hello y'all. Love of God, Jesus Christ, sweet and sound, bless your soul. He was sitting in the flame. He loved me so much, man. Who can reach the feet of a number one contender? And walk through hell and back, but I'm getting this beat fender. This for the stirring rappers. Can you say Jesus, man? I spit so much of his word, me deeper. Cause I keep my homies in my mouth like y'all keep the dead homies in the t-shirt. Please believe I shut your whole album down. Who you know look as good as Jesus did, but Jesus did. 
I'm a Jesus kid, you irrelevant. Keep this virgin Mary and six celebrity rapping, period. I am a Jesus kid, my rapping slapping is period. Not arrogance, it's ass Jesus peace. I read Romans 12, this for the Jesus peace. I am the living proof. The truth is that Jesus lives. He, he loves you, he loves you. to make a dollar out of 15 cents who would have paid the price for christ did i didn't commit 15 sins you show me so much this love you said for men st john 3 and 16 you cover me in so much blood look like i gotta make this burden even though it's new for my god who could be touched without my infirmity st john 3 and the 5 be born again in the waters the father I don't wanna go swimming, I gotta snorkel. Yet when I was in sin, I could taste it on my nostrils. Dry your eyes, you still love me. Okay, y'all gotta tissue paper. Parents close your eyes. Come out to blow kisses to the Father and Savior. He loved me so much, He brought me the truth, and that's the gospel. Yeah, come on. He, he loves you. loved us, not that we loved him, Jesus love, but God is love, listen up, sing, Gospel Radio Show right here on Hilltop Radio with uh, DJ Sean, Robin Lynn Maven, and Miss Peggy, and everybody else out there that's tuned and listening. I don't. We're we're supposed to have a guest. Um, I don't know what's going on, but anyway, um, I'm getting ready to shift. Uh, getting ready to shift the uh, the gear real quick, and I hope everybody that's listening and that supports the show understands the reason why I'm getting ready to do what I'm getting ready to do, Robin. And uh Peggy, I'm sitting here listening to the music and you know the vibes and uh 
I, I just got to talk about this real quick, um, real quick. And, 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 you know, you guys, let me finish before um, anybody jumps in and stuff like that. You know, we, we live in a time now where we have bigotry, we have nonsense, we have diseases that are out of control, people dying, um, government lying, um, friends doing uh, anything behind your back to try to take over uh, situations um, that you started and created. Um, you have artists out there that are impatient. You have loved ones that are impatient. You have um, backstabbing. Um, you have disrespect. Um, you have a whole lot of things going on, not only behind your back, but in, in front of your face as well. And we have the opportunity to give people platforms to express their music, express their live their livelihood and express themselves where no one else won't allow them to do that um when we open up the doors when i opened up the door 11 years ago i had no clue that hilltop radio show was going to get to where it is today i worked my butt off by myself at, in the beginning you know friend here friend there Fending me here, fending me there, but I still uh, grind to get to where I'm at again today. Um, you, you only, you, from me, you get disrespected unless I get disrespected first. Um, when 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 we go out our way to bring artists on the show, you know we have a, I have a. You know, uh, uh, a certain things that you have to follow in order to get on the show. That's music, you know, in an MP3 or wave, a picture, or a bio if you have it. I mean, it's simple and easy. We don't charge anything because that's not, I don't do that. I don't have to do that. Because we got people that that look out for us, and we have uh, people that support us as well. But, um... When you when you walk around with a a uh, cell phone full of numbers that can help someone else in the in, you know in the in the industry and you choose not to do that that's called being selfish and we have a lot of people I just I know I'm all over the place but it's it's just walk with me. And you guys understand what I'm, where I'm getting at. Um, we we have a lot of people that are selfish. They don't want to see other people grow. They're jealous of other people. They talk about, again. They talk about other people, and they don't want to see people grind or or people grow. Well, if I have phone numbers in my in my phone, that's not doing me any good because I'm not an artist. You know, I just do radio and I DJ. Unfortunately, I can't do that right now because, you know, God gave me a vacation. It says it's time for you to get your mind right, get things right. See who's part of your circle. See who's for you and see who ain't for you. And that's what's, hap that's what's, that's what's been happening. So back to what I'm saying, 
If you got a phone number that can help somebody, stop being selfish with that phone number. Help that person. If you got, and then you have people that uses other people to get to the plugs. I've been noticing that, you know, they 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 use they use people as uh, the Mexicans call it uh, mules. You know, when they traffic in drugs and stuff, they use old people as mules. They have no clue what they're doing, and that's what the, that's what some of these some of your so-called friends that claim that they're they got your back, that they're you know you're the bomb and and every, anything that you do, I'm going to help you, of course, because they see that you're part of a connection or part of a team where they can't be at. Then they're going to use you to try to infiltrate to get artists, to get executives, to get co-hosts, to get anybody they can get from your circle and, and, and filter, filter them away. And where I'm going at with this is that these are the same people that sit up here, tune into our show every night, and listen to what's going on, and then and then want to tag you to a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'm one that I complain about um, people support who supports you. I'm big on that. If someone is sharing your stuff, share their stuff. Um, if you if you have groups that you're in, um, I don't I don't too, I don't care for that because people don't like what people's doing. People don't like what other people's sharing. The next thing you know, your Facebook page is getting hacked. Your Facebook page is getting shut down and stuff. So different than what I'm saying. So what I, what I'm trying to make it what I'm trying to say is watch who's around you. Keep your eye open on who's around you. Make sure that the people that are in your circle are trustworthy, aren't petty. And just watch everything that goes on around you. Because let me let me say this. When when we do our shows, <laughs> we have the ability to know every phone number that's on I I'm one I can memorize a phone number in a minute. Because I've been doing this for a long time. You have people that come on, just as we I call them ear hustlers, and and then they go back and run their mouths, and then next thing you know, they're in this person's inbox, they're in that person's inbox, trying to use them because of the quality of people that we have on the show, knowing that they are connected to the plug. The plug is what Hilltop Radio Show, Boz Live Radio Show. I am streaming. We're the plugs. I got a phone. I got three phones with none of the same identical numbers. Numbers in the industry, people in the industry. Where I can call hey, such and such. Can you go on the show? I want you to listen to a, a artist. They know this, so so they know they're not going to come to me. They know they're not going to come to Robin. So they're going to use everybody on the outside of, that's in the circle and try to get try to friend them. And use all this mumble jumble because they can't get to the plug. So what I'm saying is be careful who comes in your inbox. Be careful of who's texting you 
and be careful of what you share it because you you want a million dollars while you got to share it because you got a a interview on BT why you got to share it um because you won an award from the president why you got to share it why do we have to share everything and we're not sharing okay let me say it like this why do we have to share everything and then you're being selfish you follow what i'm saying robin i know i've been mumbling for about 10 minutes do you, do you want to jump in on this and then miss peggy you can jump in on this as well do you, do you understand what i'm saying robin i i had to yeah. clear this up tonight because it, it's 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 getting out of hand it's getting ridiculous and i get tired yeah. of the people that we bring in our circle they're saying, oh, such and such keeps keeps sending me this, keeps sending me that in my inbox. They're trying to reach out, you know, to to get their music here and get their music there. Yeah, you, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to shut up because I'm getting ready to blast some okay. names, but I'm going to be quiet. Okay. It's, you know, it's not... It's not necessary for one thing because both Sean and I, the Hilltop Radio Show, the Vibes Vibes Radio, we set out to support and promote and to do activities that further the careers of the artists. Okay? That's what we come here to do. So... And, and we lay everything out on the table so you don't need to, like, sneak behind and go on behind and all that other stuff. If you come straight and come correct, and then if you just follow and do what we suggest and what we tell you instead of getting all in your feelings, okay, and getting your feathers ruffled because we're maybe help telling you things that are correcting you, but you think your stuff is good and it's raggedy. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. and then that social media, people are stuck on that social media. Then you want everybody to like, like, like what you're doing in social media, right? Well, how about this, people? People have real jobs, and, and, and so when we're putting stuff out there in social media, it's for promoting our activities. We're not sitting there going from wall to wall to wall going, hey, what has Johnny Sue done today, okay? And then when you tag us to stuff, it's to like, it doesn't make any sense. And then at the same time, you will not support and share the very opportunities that we're building and putting on for you directly in mainstream media, I might add, which is bigger than social media. At 5,000, whatever. Okay? And again, you know, you think that you can slide into somebody's DMs, and while it may go down in the DMs, it also gets tossed up in the DMs, meaning that people is always going to come back and say, Hey, I talked to so and so. Ain't them your people? Okay? Because everybody ain't, ain't, is not is not sneaking and sliding like that, so it's just not necessary. So 
I I I I don't know. I I've seen a whole bunch of stuff, and I just don't understand it to even shake my head. After you create opportunities, and then people go away, and then also watch this. They take what you created for them and want to run go run it on another platform. You know what? Take the mic for me because I'm about to start saying some names. Mute my mic. <laughs> I'm done, right. Sean. I'm sorry. All right, it's no problem. Uh, Miss Peggy, you want to add something yes. to this? Uh, yes, sir, I do, DJ Sean. Um, you know, um, as promoting music, I, I, I love it. I love the music. Uh, I love the Hilltop Radio um, because I love your platform. Um, the artists that you bring on here, the history... Uh, like the other night when you had Miss Cheryl on here, um, just from, I mean, wow. I mean, every show blows me away. And uh, what you're talking about, yes, sir, is the selfishness of other people. It truly hurts my heart um, because I can see things that, you know, I share. And, you know, I don't expect anybody to share. You know, it's just me over here, but... Um, I, I do support, you know, a lot of people, a lot of different artists and stuff. And, you know, it would be nice to see some of the artists even promoting some of their own things. Um, the selfishness is, it's bad. I really see people that are hateful and selfishness. And the reason why, sir, I am blocked, DJ Sean, is because, you know, I was sharing just some music stuff. And I got a thing on Facebook, and it said I had been um, blocked. I can share it tomorrow again because people found some of my posts um, abusive and um, spam. But, sir, you know, all I've shared, DJ Sean and Miss Robin Lynn, is just music-related, and I've been blocked for it. Because, again, we have haters. We have people that are selfish, and they're not looking at, you know, if we all could come together, if all the DJs and all the music and all the artist people, if they would support each other as they do the drug dealers down the street. I'm just going to use that for an example. I'm sorry. But um, if if they would support each other in music, here in Columbus, I see some of our artists, they don't support each other. And it's selfishness and it's hatefulness. And it's not getting them nowhere. It's it's just not. And the platform here uh, with everyone, everything is connected with Sony Universal. Uh, the platform you have, um, the, I mean, it's just, uh, it's, uh, they could be worldwide. Why? They could be a billboard artist, but they have to invest in themselves. They have to be work for invest in and be humble and be thankful. Um, people just expect things are handed to them, and I think it's a, a wrong with a lot is uh, people just expect things to be handed to them. But we have to work uh, for what we are given. It's um, but I see a lot of hatefulness, and I do see. A lot of selfishness. I, I do, sir. I really do, and it truly hurts my heart. Um, okay. 
because I think people could be better. I truly do. So I just think that we need to reach in our soul and and look at our neighbors, look at our people struggling. And like you said, if we have a number that can help somebody, let's help somebody. Let, let's do that. I'm about that. Yes, sir. DJ Sean, thank you so much, sir. Okay. Um, so, so the moral of the story is you have a lot of people that put themselves that want to be in the spotlight. And once they're in that spotlight, they want to, once the, the light is on them, they act, they act different. Now, two years ago, and I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, and, and, I, and I, hope, I hope the person is listening because this is still bothering me. This person come to me and you know said this and that. I'm not gonna say a name. You know, you know, uh being who I am, it's like wow. I said, Well, you know, we're going to we're gonna do something here in this state, another state, another state, and then a whole nother country. Okay, cool, you know, get everybody's information, send it to me. And I'll make sure that, you know, they get, you know, uh, recognized for what they're doing, and, and I'm going to send them something. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's cool. Did that. This was two years ago. Two years came and went. Let's see, today, 30, 30 days ago, today I won something. And, you know, I still haven't got it. So then when I reach out to this person and ask them about it, their excuse was, I've been busy. But every day, every morning, you're up on Facebook Live smoking weed and talking about what you're doing for the community. But... You're not doing what you say as a person that's supposed to be with a huge organization and this and that. Um, That bothers me. And it bothers me entirely because how can you say you won this and I'm I'm going to accept it for you in the next, you know, next business day. I'm going to put it in the mail to you. Well, hell, it's been 30 days. I don't even want, I don't even want it. I don't want it. So what I'm trying to say is, if you, there again, there's the word again, selfishness. It's being selfish. It's being selfish where you can't get up and take care of your business like you want to take care of it and put in the mail. Let me, let me say this. Robin Lynn sends me stuff from Seattle, Washington. Benny Sinclair sends me stuff from Australia. Now Australia is a whole we like meet miles and miles from Australia, but I get it in the mail. I have artists that send me CDs and albums and stuff in the mail. They said, Oh DJ Sean, um I mailed it out on such and such, you should get it such and such. When such and such comes, guess what? The package is sitting there on my step.
So that that goes to the word, you know, tonight we're 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 on people being selfish. And, and you know, in the spotlight and and wanting to be their names here and 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 using other people to get there. But then come back and say, "Oh, I've been busy. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb." I I I had to pick the phone up and call my mother and ask my mother. I said, "Mom, when I was born, when I came into the world, was stupid written on my forehead anywhere?" She said, "Boy, go on somewhere with that." No, I said, "No, Mom, I'm being stupid because people really think I'm stupid." And I had to ask her that. I said, "Did it wasn't it printed on my forehead and the doctor washed it away?" When they were cleaning me, when I came into the world, June the 10th, 1970, at 2.45 in the morning? Seriously. But you're conducting, you're conducting, that's conducting bad business and being selfish at the same time. Now, let me say this. I was called being selfish just the other day, and the person, the person made it aware of me, made it aware to me, because I was being selfish. And they took they took the photo shots and everything and sent it to me. And I looked at it and I felt like I felt bad. I had to apologize. Because I was wrong. So so when you when you when you're selfish about something and you know you can't fulfill your needs as a as a human being or as a business person or, or whatever apologize and say you're sorry people's people have so much egos that it's 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 crazy because they got to maintain a lifestyle in front of people i mean i can I, man let me tell you man i can ex- expose a whole lot of people but i choose not to why because it's not that's not my thing i'm gonna let you find out who that person is Every time I call Robin, I tell Robin, Robin, guess what? Guess what was brought to my attention? Robin, guess what I heard? Guess who called me and and said this about this person that we had issues with? Then people wonder why, DJ Sean, you don't you don't mm-hmm. fool with a lot of people. I don't. I don't fool with a whole lot of people because no. I'm about my business. I'm about helping people. But DJ Sean, well, how come you don't charge people? To do this for what? It's not always about a dollar. It's about helping one uh-huh. another to get ahead. That's what we're. That's what I'm put here for. I don't care if this person has ten million dollars in his or her bank account. If God says mm-hmm. he just want to help this person get to the next level, that's what I'm going to do. If that person feels oh DJ showing what's your cash at, I'm going to drop you a couple of dollars. They choose to do that. They choose to do that. I don't, I never not once, maybe a couple times, was charging artists. And I was like, you know what, why I got to charge artists? They having a hard time as it is now. But now I'm more wiser. Mm-hmm. I know who uses people, and I know who don't use people. I know who, mm-hmm. who, who loves what we do, and I know people that just come on here and try to use what we do. So selfishness, stop the selfishness. I mean, I, I was guilty of it. Like I said, I was brought. It was brought to my attention. That's the reason why I'm talking about this tonight on the show. People being selfish, and you don't have to be selfish to get ahead. 
And then they wanted to bring God into it, scriptures and the Lord. And this, y'all better stop playing with God's name. Then you wonder why you having you having stuff going on with your family. Then you wonder why you got stuff going on within your household. You got stuff. You got health problems and health issues within yourself because you're out there playing with God's name in front of people. Then it's always something. Oh, I'm sick this week. I don't know what's going on. I know what's going on because you're out there. You're playing with God's name, and he's going he's gonna to sit you behind down. Because you can he be on your toes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you, you, you play too much, and that's the problem. People play too much, and then everybody wants to be right. I'm sorry, Sean. Everybody wants to be right. But nobody wants to be righteous. Okay? Didn't say perfect. Didn't say the best. Didn't say first. Said righteous. Come on, people. That's all that we're really talking about here. Okay? I, I'm sorry, Sean. I just lost my train of thought what I was saying. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's what we're talking about. Uh, selfish. Let's go into a song. We'll be right back, y'all. Matthew 21:2. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe he will supply all my And Holy Ghost, no need to boast, cause he's the one I love the most, cause he's Lord of Lord, he's King of King, and like Kurt Franklin sang, that's why we, no need to wonder, no need to worry, but listen up, because I gotta really tell a story, tell it in the rap so I can get you nitty gritty, ain't no pity living in a small city, he started with my mother, he made her a pastor, God can bless anybody if they move faster, then the flesh, the flesh is like a test, but ask the question, are you ready to Are you be ready? Are you ready to be blessed? That is a question. Learn a lesson because yes, class is in session. Take notes, walk a fine rope. rope. Believe in God because you know there is hope. Like the Hebrew boy, yes, did in the fire. They fire to see the God that they admire. You gotta believe, you gotta believe, you gotta believe. I believe, I believe he will supply all my Just like a baby. baby Had so much faith that she never said maybe Believed in God cause she stood on the Bible Because what she was facing was so fire uh-huh. The doctor told she had cancer Didn't have a cancer But she knew God had the right answer Believe Alright you guys uh, our, our guest artist has tuned in with us uh, let's, let's go to his number 
All right, Mr. J. Will, man, welcome to the show, man. Uh, glad you can be with her, be with, be with us here tonight, man. Welcome. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good, man. How about you, brother? Hey, man, I'm blessed, man. Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Tell us who J. J. Will is, man. My name is uh, Joshua Williams, uh, and I'm from uh, 34 years old, man, from Hannibal, Missouri, a little small country town in uh, Missouri. And, uh, man, um, you know, uh, grew up just uh, loving the the old, the oldies, I call it. <laughs> uh, right. You know, gospel rap. I don't know if you ever heard of ETW. Uh, but you know the old gospel gangsters and you know Toby Mac, UC Talk, uh, those guys are really inspiring to me uh, growing up, man. In the uh, in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, um, it really inspired my, my my sound today. Okay. And you said you was from where again, my brother? I'm sorry. Missouri. It's such a small little town. Uh, if you blink, you miss it. <laughs> Called Hannibal, Missouri. <laughs> All right. Do y'all even have a Walmart out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Walmart. Yeah, we, okay, yeah. well, y'all Walmart. on the map, then. You're on the map. Walmart put y'all on the map, man. <laughs> well, man, again, man. He's Amish. <laughs> All right. Well, man, uh, welcome to the radio show, man. I'm going to turn it over to Robin Lynn Maven, Boz Live Radio. I am streaming. And Miss Peggy. Ladies, go ahead and start the question, and then we'll get into the music. Hi, welcome to the show. This is Robin Lynn. Uh, the, uh, what hey, inspired you to do uh, uh, gospel music? Uh, you know, I uh, grew up uh, in church, and so uh, grandparents took me to church by my father, uh, the pastor, uh, grandmother was a, a mother of the church. Uh, all my uncles uh, and family, and so the church was uh, uh, inspirational uh, to us. And uh, what my family does too is operate uh, long-term care facilities for the mentally ill in the state of Missouri. And so that ministry was a connect everywhere I went. Uh, you know, it was all about people. Was it about yourself? And so. Growing up, I'm 34 years old now, married and in business, and uh, my wife and I have been married for 16 years this December, and uh, did a music project back in 2011, and uh, just really, just really heard God uh, last year, just saying, you know, feel complete, you know, what I put in you, these songs I wrote over the years, and uh, had an opportunity to finish those songs, and uh, the last... Uh, the songs that are out right now, the two that you guys have, first one forever was released um, uh, August 31st, uh, 2021, and then uh, the next song, Hiding Place, was released October 1st. So it's yeah, the fresh new uh, project, something I haven't done in a while. So that's uh, what inspired me to, to, to finish and continue to, to do what God put in me. All right. How old were you uh, when you first started performing? Oh, I, uh, I I was always in the music. I remember just being young and uh, um, in plays, 
doing that type of thing. My freshman year, I started playing the keyboard by ear. Um, and then when I uh, I met a couple of gentlemen uh, in the church, and we had a, a group called the Church Boys, and we was fortunate to uh, open up for the likings of like Fred Hammond, uh, Larry Mary, uh, Kirk Franklin, um, and really uh, in the Midwest was able to travel and really uh, from 2000 to from 2004, I'd say 2010, I really had a, uh, a good opportunity to just, you know, at different churches and around the Midwest uh, really uh, spread, spread the gospel. And so, uh, wow. Okay. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty exciting. Okay, that's all I have. Back to you, Sean. Thank you. All right. uh, Let me ask you something. You said you opened up for Mary Mary? Yes, sir. We opened up for Mary Mary, Sir Franklin, Fred Hammond. Did they have the attitude like they had on Sunday's Best? Oh no, man! They, they, no, they, uh, they were lovable, man. They, uh, oh, okay. We got to open up for them at uh, Six Flags, St. Louis. Okay, um, okay. I want to say, man, two thousand, maybe nine or ten, and so, uh, no, they, they were uh, very, uh, very nice. Hugged us on on the way by, and told us we sounded great, and so, uh, no, they, they were good. Okay, all right, Miss Peggy, go ahead. Yes, sir. Hello, and welcome to the Hilltop Gospel Show tonight. Um, hey, baby. If you pick, hello, sir. Um, if you could pick one song, um, what what one song was your greatest challenge to write? Oh, great, great, great question, uh, Peggy. I uh, in uh, September twenty sixth, uh, two thousand twenty. I lost my older brother, um, and um, sorry to hear that. Is, uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, yeah, he lives. Uh, his name is Wintrick Williams, and uh, lives in Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, leaves behind his wife and uh, six children. And uh, he was, you know, really. Uh, I'm the youngest boy. He's the oldest. Really was a uh, inspiration to me growing up. Big time football star, and then came very successful in 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 business, um, and so uh, was an entrepreneur, and was coaching uh, his son, and suddenly had a heart condition and passed uh, on the field of the new football program that he started. And oh, wow. uh, yes, yeah, so I wrote a song, um, and it's not published; it's not out yet. But I did do a video with his family in it and it's just called see you again the tribute song so that uh uh had to be the uh, the toughest um uh, you know process because when you when you write you want to be in a, a creative spot and you want to you want to write uh the song was a challenge not to make it so much personal and make it related to anyone that lost someone it is our is our hope because uh, you have to have a hope that um, one day we will see them again. And so the 
Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. And so because of that, I know one day that uh, I will see him again. Yes, sir. Amen to that. Um, amen, sir. And um, yes, sir. Um, you, you that just moves me so much. And we will see them again. My youngest daughter is there, and trust and believe. I believe with everything in me. Um, sorry, just for seconds, real quick. But yeah, we're just passing through this earth. And our journey is just to make people smile and treat people as best as we can. And um, through music, I think that we can move people. And uh, just with your words, what you just said, uh, you have moved me, sir. Um, And um, people connect. Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much, sir. I do have one more question, sir. Um, what um, what has been the high point? Say it again, Peggy. I'm sorry. What has been the hype of your musical path so far? The highest point of music. Uh, you know, I would say that uh, I'm, I'm just on that journey. I, uh, the hiding place songs I sent you guys tonight. Uh, artist uh, by the name of Aaron Cole heard that song and uh, reached out to me and to say I have to do a remix with you for that song. Um, and so on my EP that is going to be released first quarter of 2022, uh, the remix to Hiding Place, the second verse, has Aaron Cole um, on that. And uh, so I think that that's uh, just a blessing that uh, he heard the song and loved the song. And, and, and you know, he's a, a recording gospel artist and he's been on the, you know, uh, been number one probably three times. Um, and just for him to get on it and just out of love just really says a lot about, um, you know, his heart. And, you know, in the music industry, you, you kind of hear horror stories, whether it's Christian or whether it's, you know, secular, just in general. Uh, but that was really inspiring to me to see someone that really appreciated the music and appreciated the song and says, you know, that inspired me and I, and I just want to help you in any way I can. Let me jump jump on uh, this song and and be a feature for you, and so that 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 really blessed my soul. Uh, you know when he did that. So shout out to Aaron Cole, uh, awesome guy, and uh, and just I'm so appreciative and humbled that he uh, would take that opportunity to do so. Thank you so much for sharing that, and very exciting. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you so much, DJ Sean. All right, let's get into some music. We'll be right back real quick. I never would have seen the sun 
But I could also hear it, listen to it on the top 40, you know? And so, yeah, I, I really like how, how y'all are in touch with, with, I guess, the modern sound, if you will. But you're coming with the, with the foundation of the word as well. So, yeah, you did a real good job. <laughs> I appreciate right. that. Miss Peggy. Yes, sir. That song is very spiritually uplifting. Um, the message in it is strong. Your voice is strong. Your energy. Um, that song. It's a. It's an old school, fresh vibe, and um, that's going to pull everyone in to listen. Um, it's a great song. Yes, sir. DJ Sean. All right, we got our our uh, second half of the show, uh, Mr. Terry. Terry, welcome to the show, man. Terry, what's going on, man? What's happening? How you doing tonight? We're doing good, man. Uh, before we uh, before I ask you, uh, what you think about the show, man? Uh, what we were talking about earlier, uh, you know, people being selfish. So I was like, oh, you know what? That's a good topic for you today. You know, selfish. You know, men and women being selfish in a relationship. You know, that's that's right on time yeah, tonight. What do you think, type. man? Great. Hey, yeah. That's a great topic. Sounds good. <laughs> so, Terry, again, my brother, welcome to the show, man. This is our love and relationship specialist. I call him Dr. Terry. Uh, Terry, what do you think about the gospel song, man? 
Uh, from what I heard, it sounded good. It gave a nice little mellow vibe, and I came in on the tail end of it, but it sounded good. Okay. So That's good. coming from how long you been in the industry, Terry? I'm not trying to tell you age. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate that. About 30-plus years, blessed to be in the music industry since 1986. Wow, it's a blessing. Yeah, he he's not really telling you the truth. He's not really telling you the truth, man. He was back there when Jesus was walking and everything. He was he was <laughs> handing stones, you know, like flint stones. He was standing <laughs> handing stones out and stuff like that for them to listen to. No doubt, absolutely, absolutely, no doubt. That's right. Uh, he was wearing uh, the shoes that Robin makes everybody wear. Open toe Jesus sandals. That's what Terry was wearing. <laughs> Man, he was down in my backyard planting cabbage. <laughs> he had he had the Adidas. Uh, you had the old school Adidas pair, right, Terry? <laughs> Hey you, no, hey, hey, you know, I, I was I was walking among the greatness. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know, hey, I'm still doing me. that today. <laughs> That's right, man. As always, man. Thank you for being part of the show. Um, before we get to the next song, uh, real quick, uh, Jay Will, man, I I I felt a little bit uh the weekend, you know, the weekend. I, I felt you know the that weekend vibe uh, jumped out to me, man. So you know, good hey, job, man. man. What you I doing, man? A lot. Yeah, you had that weekend it, vibe, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, long as you don't perform like he performed at the last Super Bowl. You good. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. I, I appreciate that. That's why you got to have the anointing. Because the yes, anointing right. covers all that. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, y'all. This is the last song, Hidden Places. We're right back here on the Gospel Radio Show. And then we're going into part two with my main man, Dr. Terry's in the house, y'all. Love and relationship. We're talking about being selfish in a relationship, y'all. Y'all better stop being selfish. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, know you saved me, yeah And you'll do it again That's 
sure you get these uh, songs, Robin, so you can play it on uh, Jesus in the Morning. Yeah, Gospel Music Explosion. Thank you, Sean. No problem. All right, uh, Jay Will, man, uh, what do you have to say? And then let everybody know where they can follow you at on social media and where they can go get your uh, music at, my brother. Hey, my man, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you guys uh, for this opportunity. Uh, no problem. Uh, hit me on IG, uh, my Instagram is J Will Music, uh, J Will underscore Music, um, and uh, my music is available wherever music is sold: uh, Spotify, um, Apple Music, uh, iTunes. Uh, also, there's these two songs also have a video to them. Um, Forever, the first track that you played, uh, a video also on Hiding Place, the last track. Uh, also available on um, uh, I, iTunes, uh, and then the YouTube page is J Will Music. Um, and uh, so, like I said, appreciate it, and uh, uh, can, can thank you for the support. All right, no problem, man. Uh, you can stay with us, man. We're getting ready to go into our. You know, you've been married. Uh, you're you're married. How long you been married? Excuse that, sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Be 16 years this December 26th. All right, well, man, stay on with us, man. You don't have to go anywhere. We, maybe uh, we can use some of your marriage expertise. Right now, we're getting mm-hmm. ready to go into a love and relationship with love and relationship part of the show with Mr. The one and only Mr. Dr. Terry Moore. 
What's up, Dr. Terry, man? Again, hey. man, thank you for everything what? that you do and everything that you bring, man, to the hilltop. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, man. It's an honor. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm giving you the microphone. Microphone check. Go ahead, man. Take it away. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So I, I know that uh, the topic at hand is being selfish in a relationship. And I guess uh, some of the questions is why do people, why are people selfish in a relationship? And uh, it, it really comes down, and I, and I want to hear from some of the listeners as well. I want you guys to and give me your feedback, but it really comes down to how much you not only love yourself, but how much you love the person you're with. Because if you're selfish in a relationship, basically what it means is that you're all about getting and you're not all about giving. That's the only reason why somebody is selfish in a relationship because they're not really thinking about the other person's needs. They're basically thinking about what can I get out of this relationship. Unfortunately, when a lot of people get into relationships, they get into it for ulterior motives. You know, it, it can be so many different things. It's not always one thing. You know, a guy doesn't always jump into a relationship um, mainly because of sex. I know that's why women think that guys jump into the relationship just to get sex, but sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes he just needs to be with somebody that can feed his ego, you know, tell him how great he is and, you know, how, how fantastic he is. And so, you know, sometimes people get into relationships for all the wrong reasons because they're looking for someone to, like if they stroke their ego, maybe they're looking for a place to stay. Maybe they are looking for just sex, but, Unfortunately, relationships are not about getting, it's about giving. The majority of people don't know that. And the, and the reason they don't know that because a lot of people have not been taught how to love. I mean, a lot of people have been in, 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 in families that have been a loveless relationship with the family, meaning that if you never saw your mother or your father in a romantic, affectionate way, then that's, you, you really don't know how to pass that on to the next person. Mm-hmm. So, so let me ask you this, Terry, since everybody else is uh, like crickets. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, right. so let me ask this. Um, if Now, you said that can you still be, can you still be in love and still be selfish at the same time? You can, but it's it's, it's kind of hard to be selfish and be in love at the same time. It, it, and let me say, it can be some, it can be various degrees. So, for example, I'm going to be selfish. Uh, I know, let's say hypothetically, I'm not married, but let's just say, for example, I'm married. I'm going to be selfish because I need me time. I've had a hard week. Today is my my Friday. I'm off tomorrow. I know that my wife likes to go out. So I'm going to be selfish. You know, baby, listen, I need my time. So that's a little different than saying uh, I'm going to be selfish because it's all about me. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about you. As long as I'm getting what I'm getting, 
It's all the way. See, now that's not love. When you're like, I'm, it's all the way about me, I feel, uh, I'm going to be selfish all the time because I want to get what I want, then that's not love. Because love is about giving. And unfortunately, like I say, you know, what, what people don't understand is if you get into a relationship where your mission is to give, you're going to wind up getting, you're going to get something in return anyway because hopefully you're with the person that loves to give too. So it just makes sense that if I'm in a relationship and I'm constantly giving to her because that's what I like to do, I want to see her happy, she in return wants to see me happy, so she's giving to me, we'll wind up going to get, we're going to get something out of it. But see, most people when they get into the relationship, they don't think that way. Because it's all about what can I get out of you. I don't want to give you anything because I don't know how to give you anything. I've never been raised on how to give you. So I'm just going to be selfish and it's all going to be about me. Now, I may act like it's about you. I may act like I have your best interests at heart. But in reality, I don't. It's just about me. Okay. Anybody else want to jump in and ask? What about you, Jay Will? You've been married yeah. 16 years, man. I'm sorry, Robin. Yeah, you know, uh, I yeah, I, I definitely agree uh, with what with, 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 with you guys are saying. And um, I do, uh, you know, recall getting married very young, and uh, I'm very outgoing, outspoken. And my wife is kind of reserved. You know what I mean? I thought it was my job to uh, make her more like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, after 16 years, I learned very quick uh, that, you know, uh, opposites do attract and that it's really a give and take and and, and serving. And what he alluded to earlier is that we never really were taught. And so, you know, I I just remember praying one day when we were, man, this was probably two years after we got married, and uh, things would get rocky. And uh, I knew she was a good, uh, a good woman, and uh, the guy sent her to me. And I remember praying, and just like I'm talking to you right now, I heard the, the word evaluation, evaluation. In the business, we evaluate everything every month, and God told me I wasn't doing that at home. And um, from then, God showed me every 90 days, me and my wife, man, we get away. And first thing we do is go over what we did for God the last 90 days and what we're going to do for better for God the next. And we have very poor impulse spending back then. We spend just to spend, no no plan, no no goals. And God showed us that if we didn't talk about it in that meeting, then that means we didn't go out and just get it. And it really, uh, we set goals there. Uh, we talked about from the from the bedroom, you know what I mean, or from savings account, I mean, everything, and it truly changed our uh, changed our life. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's tough to have this conversation when the kids are running around and, uh, you know, you're, you're in the middle of the, the house, but when you go to a place where it's intimate, it's you and her, and you can have a conversation, and, I, and what I noticed is she could hear me better than, than me in the middle of, you know, in the middle of the house with a lot of everything going on. We got away. I'm focusing on her. And what he said is, I, I didn't know how to love, and I never was taught. And God showed me that your wife, your spouse, is supposed to be your best friend. And, you know, you, you hear all this, you know, man, God's got these side chicks, and 
you know, this relationship is this and that. Uh, and, and when God showed me that, I mean, it, it really transformed our life. I get married at 18, uh, being 34 now, I never would have made it uh, without God uh, giving us that revelation. And it really just catapulted us in, in every area. And, and so, uh, you know, so I, I 120% agree with Dr. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, Rob, Robin, I'm sorry, uh, Terry. I forgot. I cut Robin off. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Robin. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm it's, ahead, it's okay. I was going to say that, um, you know, I think it's okay to have uh, an agenda or even motives, if you will, but it, you can communicate those. And then if you guys agree, and and you have common aspirations together, okay, right? And 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 then selfishness, like if you need time uh, for yourself, you know, because that's that's reasonable, you know, that can be communicated a- as well. I think everything wonderful things happen when people can open up their mouths and actually communicate versus the, you know, mostly it's the female that will be sitting there making faces, huffing and puffing, right? And then the man goes, what's wrong? And then she goes, nothing. And then she has the audacity to tell you, well, if you loved me, you would know. (laughs) Yeah. How about if you loved me, you would open up your mouth to communicate what's really bugging you or just what it is instead of making me go through these gyrations trying to figure it out, you know? So Bible says, how can two walk together unless they agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, you know, and then and then also... Uh, but I don't know why, but a lot of times people get together and and it's not for the sake of love and it's not for the sake of sex, but it's for the sake of control or power to to exert over somebody, which is a different form of uh, uh, selfishness that we can talk about or not. <laughs> I'm done for now. All right, all right, Mr. Terry. You know, um, as as I was listening and and it was said is that you know, especially for for men, especially for black men, uh, we're not really taught how to love. Um, and I think what happens is that. You know, when we finally get into a relationship, that's when we're trying to figure it out. And unfortunately, and and, and this is not to be, uh, you know, male bashing. I'm just, you know, saying from my point of view as, as being a man is that unfortunately when we go to get the advice, we're not really getting the advice from, from, from men that know, you know, about love. You know, you know they're, they're trying to figure it out too, so. 
you know, I I was very fortunate that that you know, if you look at my Facebook page and my Instagram, not really my Instagram, but really my Facebook page, talk a lot. I talk about relationships. Uh, you know, uh, I'm very romantic on my reason. I learned uh, for me how to love was I grew up listening to music. I mean, Babyface and Teddy Pendergrass and People Rice and they taught me like you know how to be romantic. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was like yeah. 12, 13 years old, you know, laying in the bed in the middle of the night listening to WBLS radio in New York. Uh, they were playing the Quiet Storm every night. You know, shout out to Frankie Crocker that was, you know, Hell born yeah. up. That's all he was playing every night, you know. So that's right. what I learned. It was in, in, ingrained in me. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, I'll wash your clothes, I'll cook your dinner for you as soon as you get home from work. That's what I grew up listening to. And that's what I said, oh, that's how it's supposed to be done. That's how it's supposed to be done. So, but again, you know, um, we're not really taught that. You know, we're taught, we may be taught, you know, etiquette. Make sure you open up the door for a woman. Make sure that, you know, you do this for a woman. But those are acts of service if you follow love languages. But that doesn't necessarily say how do you love a woman. Right. Well, I have to, I have to agree with you, Terry, because I... I wasn't taught. I had to listen to the Isley Brothers, Between the Sheets, and Choosy <laughs> Lover, and uh, Sky, Real Love, you know what I'm saying? So I had to, yeah. you know, that, that was the music that I played when I had the little high school honey over where, you know, I just stuck her through the window. You know, through the bedroom window and stuff like that. So you know, you know that's I'm I'm hey, hey, with hey. you. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sean. Hi. In case you got somebody listening, we're gonna say hypothetically, you snuck it through the window. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you. We don't want you to incriminate yourself. Yeah. You know the, the ladder. Okay. Or anybody else either. The ladder just had to, you know, the had the all of a sudden the ladder just out of out of the sky sat beside the window. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. You know, listening to those love songs and you know be like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, and, and look at look at that different. You know, movies on TV, how to get the can- light yeah. the candles and stuff like that. Yeah, so so I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I, those days are, like, long gone, but I remember that, you know, yeah. listening to music to get you, to, to teach you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But, yeah, again, you know, there, there, there's so many ways to to have a, a wonderful relationship without being selfish, and really, what a lot of people miss out on is relationships is really communication, and you don't necessarily have to communicate all the time with words. You can communicate with affection. You can communicate with acts of service. Uh, there's so many ways to communicate to someone that you care about. I mean, it could be something as simple as, you know, your, your wife comes home or your girlfriend comes home 
and you clean the kitchen without, you know, without her even having an act, or you want to put gas in her car because you know certain things that she likes. And see, if, if fellas would ask questions, see, a lot of times we're not great at communicating, um, but if we would ask questions, uh, we would find out a lot of stuff because women will tell you, say to, you know, what, what, what would you like uh, how would you like to be spoiled? And see, guys, sometimes what happens is when we think about spoiling a woman, we're, we're, we're going to spoil the 20 women, the 20 different women the same way because we don't ask questions. So we give the first woman flowers, the second woman flowers, the third woman flowers. Well, that's how we're supposed to spoil them without really asking each one, how do you like to be spoiled? Because maybe the fourth and fifth women Maybe they don't even like flowers. Maybe they would prefer, you know, something like uh, run me a bubble bath or something like that. But, see, we don't act. We just assume because we're taught to spoil a woman, you take her out to a nice dinner, candlelight dinner, you buy her some flowers, but you have to communicate better. Do we lose them? All right. Okay. okay. Well, what are some of the uh, what are some of the other things that you could talk about? <laughs> I guess I could say <laughs> in light of the of what of what we're the topic tonight. Um, well, I love me. Okay, I'm sorry. Did we lose uh, DJ ma'am. Sean? Yeah, Peggy. Go ahead, Peggy. Yes, ma'am. Um, we, you know, with um the selfishness uh, that we were talking about, and um, I just see a lot of young uh, couples. You know, a lot of them have uh, small children, and I just see, you know, they argue. You'll see at parking lots, gas stations, in stores, um, and I see them arguing. Um, is um, what advice could you give to the younger people? Um, because you know they have so you know the children. And they're arguing and they're fighting and smacking. Maybe they're hitting. I don't know if it's selfishness or just. I mean, they're just not getting along. They're arguing about the food. They're putting stuff back on the shelves. They're throwing stuff. You know, it's just a lot of. You know, and they're putting each other down. Um, what, what could you enlighten you? on something about that? Um, one of the one of the things I would say is that um, as couples, you have to be mindful that your children see everything, even stuff that you you know you may say, oh, well, they're young, they don't really see it, they don't know what's going on, but they do because even if they don't understand the word, can pick up on the energy. They can pick up on the the hand movement, the the facial expression, the tones of the voice. So they're feeling the energy. 
and they're learning that energy. And I always say for a man, and then I'm also going to say in regards to a woman, but as a man, if you have a young son, you're teaching your young son, um, that is how you transfer emotion. And for a mother who has a young daughter, that's how you receive those emotions. And I remember watching um, Michelle when they did her uh, her story on TV, and I remember when she was with Dr. Dre, and uh, when he first started hitting, the first night that he hit her, she was immediately surprised, like, oh, my God, he just, you know, punched me in the face. But then she said to herself, oh, that means he really loves me because that's what she was taught. And she put up with that for a long time because she thought that was love. And I often say that you can't say to someone, I love you, and then in the next sentence, verbally, mentally, physically, or sexually abuse them. Because if, and that goes from both sides, whether you're a woman saying that to a guy or a guy saying it to a woman, the minute you say I love you and then you turn around and do something the opposite of love, you can totally negate that. You totally throw off that I love you out the window because you can't say I love you and then 30 seconds put that person down verbally, sexually, assault them mentally because that's not love. And, you know, I often say you can't say an apology with a but. I apologize, but, because you completely got rid of the I apologize. So to young people that are listening to this, um, there's a couple of things you have to think about, what you're teaching your kids. And if you love your kids enough, see, that's the thing. That's when you got to go past the selfishness. Because when my son was born, I listen, before my son was born, I cursed like a sailor. I cursed every, every other word out of my mouth was a curse word. But as soon as the day he was born was the day that I stopped cursing, I loved him enough to change my, my character. Because I didn't want him to pick that up. So I loved him enough. To, now, selfishness is that's just the way I am. Nothing I can do about it, I curse. He's just going to have to live with it. Yeah, I don't want to hear him cursing, but I curse, and that's being selfish. So if you're in a relationship and you're constantly putting down your wife, your girlfriend, and your son is hearing it, you can't say that's just the way it is. I mean, that's who I am, because that's you're telling yourself and your son the level of love that you have for him. Not his mother or his girl, your, his, you know, your wife, but you're telling your son, you know, I'll flip it for the women's side too, but on the men's side, you're telling your son, I am not willing to change for you. And that speaks volume when you're trying to tell somebody that you love them. Hmm. Well, I think, uh, Mr. Noevin, you said you have a question? Are you already asked? It? I do. I do. I Go have ahead. a question. Um, let's look at it. Let's look at it from the from the male perspective. I, I know that uh, there's a lot of men, great men, 
he's in a relationship with a woman that's uh, there's a lot of men out there that's be, being beat on by women, and that's the topic that we don't like to talk about, or we overlook that because we only think that the women, because the women speak out more. What do you say to the man? Great guy, but he has an abusive, whether she's verbally or physically or financially abusive to that great guy. What do you say concerning that? What I would say is I don't care what society is on. If a man is getting beat down from a woman by a woman, he needs to, like, listen, we're either going to stop this or I'm out. Because... I mean, life is too, for me, my philosophy is life is too short for aggravation. First of all, if I'm a man and you're hitting on me, that's just as worse as a, a woman being hit on by a man. And that man needs to leave just like I, I if, if I was sitting down with a woman and she was telling me my boyfriend on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday beats on me as soon as I come home, my advice to do her is you need to leave. So if I'm sitting down with my boy and he says, my girl, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, I'm going to say the same thing to her, to him. Please. Would you, would you relate because that to financial abuse also? If, if he's getting financially abused, would you say the same thing? If he's being financially abused? Yes. Yeah, to me, any any type of abuse. Now, when you say financial abuse, give me an idea. What do you mean by financial abuse? Uh, okay, financial abuse is, and I said it because I've been been there before. Okay, financial abuse is like he's he's bringing the money. You know what I'm saying? She may have her own money, but she's buying stuff without his him knowing, and she feel like it's okay. What would you say to a man or your son or maybe your daughter who's doing that to a guy? What would you what would you say just across the board if somebody came to you and that was happening to them? So so my my philosophy for life is treat people the way you want to be treated. And if she is because that's off to me, that's like stealing. If you're taking my money without me knowing it, I mean if you're in a relationship if a woman and a man is in a relationship, that woman should be able to say to the man, hey, baby, listen, I'm going to take $100 out of the account and go do some things with it. He's like, okay, cool. That way he got an idea. Instead of $500 in the account, I know we got 400 He shouldn't look at the, the, the bank account on Friday and be like, wait a minute. I thought I had 500 Wait a minute. What happened to the $100 like that because she's out spending? So to me, now you're talking about, Deceitfulness, lying, with you know now you got a, a trust thing going on, but I would tell him, excuse me, the same exact thing as if it was sexual, mental, or verbal, because abuse is abuse, and one of the number one reasons for divorce is financial. Mm-hmm. So if he's like stressed out, like man, every time I turn around, she's taking money out of the account, and we're bouncing checks left and right. I mean, the, the lights got turned off yesterday because she took $200. She didn't even tell me. That's a problem. And I'd be like, listen, if you can't fix and you know, I'll tell you this. I got a spiritual advisor that I've known since I've been in junior high school. And I remember one time when I was going through my divorce, 
This is one thing that she told me that I'll never forget. She says, you either try to fix it or you guys need to separate and go about your business. You either try to fix it, you need to sit down and figure out what you're going to do. Are you going to be able to fix this? If not, you need to go your own way. Because okay. stress will breed disease. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Here's another here's another last question. Okay. No, go ahead. Man. I know baby I, I know Babyface said in the eighties, you know, with that song As Soon as I get home from work and every woman liked it and every man that who who liked it, who was trying to get a woman, you know, he put that song on because he knew every woman was gonna like it. As soon as I get home from work, I'll pay your rent, I'll buy you dinner, I do whatever he said. But let me ask you a question. In in me being a man, I'm that guy. However, I don't feel like that I can do it to every woman, or should I do it to every woman just off the spot? Like every woman deserves a man to to to, to do her like that, or should it should she be should she show him that she's appreciative of that first versus saying you should do me like that? Give me your opinion. Yeah, I, I, not right off the not right off the cuff. I mean, if, if you on Saturday, but first of all, I think that should be reserved for. I mean, this listen. I'm trying to be with this girl. I'm trying to be, and, and men, we know right off the cuff. We know within a few conversations. If this is going to be someone that we're talking to on a regular basis or somebody that's just like, I'm just going to be a friend and I'm going to talk to him once in the blue moon. We've already decided that within the first couple of conversations. So as a man, baby face is great. I, I, listen, I, I'm the same way. I'm that guy. But I can't do it to every woman I meet because I don't even know if every woman that I meet qualifies for that. That's something that... You have to show me that that this is like okay, cool. We working this thing out. Yeah, you got to. Sh- I'm not meeting Joanne on Saturday and Monday. I'm paying her rent. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I want to know how she was paying it before she met me. <laughs> well, well, I got to be the one you How was you paying you it before me? Right, but if you start saying that to every woman, I'll pay your rent, I'll cook your dinner for you, they're gonna expect <laughs> that. And then and then two weeks later you're like, Oh, I don't even really like her like that. But she's like, Okay, when you coming over to cook for me? And you're like, Yeah, but I'm I'm not really feeling her like that. So, I mean that's where communication comes in. When you feel that there's a connection like, Man, I really like this girl. I really want to show this girl that I'm willing to do everything for But you're at that point now where you know this is going somewhere. But you can't do it to everyone. You you wind up being broke. I want to ask uh I want to ask Jay Will. Jay Will, how did you win how did you win your wife over? <laughs> Got you put you on the spot there, my brother. <laughs> he said how did we he said work it over? Yeah, no. How did how did you win her over? You know, for her, you know, for y'all to get married. How did you win her over? Oh man, you know, uh, man, I just, I, you know, I think we were uh, young and in love, and uh, I think that, uh, you know, we, uh, she, she knew, she knew, she knew my heart, 
and uh, I think she's seen me uh, continuously, you know, develop, you know, make mistakes and and grow, and vice versa. And uh, I think that um, you know, uh, communication, you know, has been key, and uh, um, and I think that that has really just you know helped us, you know, as we grow. And uh, we work together. We got five kids, and so uh, you know we got to be on the same page. You know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, I, like I alluded to earlier, you know, getting together, man, every ninety days, rain or shine, and just kind of really evaluating, setting back, you know, on the outside looking in, just really helps. Help helps us. All right. All right, you, Doctor Terry. Well, you 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 on it tonight, there, brother. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Nah, you know, I, I'll just say this in regards to selfishness, because I know we only got about maybe seven or eight minutes, but you know, this is what I'm going to say, and then I'm going to turn the floor over to uh, some of the listeners and see if they want to, you know, drop some last minute nuggets. But you know, if you if you go into a relationship. Being selfish, you you really won't have a long relationship because nobody wants to feel like they're being used and not appreciated. And one of the things that I've learned to do is that, you know, I read a lot of books about relationships. Um, one of my favorite books is Angie and his wife, Uncommon Marriage. And I remember one time somebody asked me, like, why do you read books on relationships? Um, because I want to learn different people's perspectives. And I read books on, you know, finance, personal finance. I read books on business. I read, you know, I can sit down and, and be mentored by a multi-billionaire who has a book out. I can be mentored by that multi-millionaire on my business because I went on Amazon and bought the book for $15. Why wouldn't I do the same thing if I wanted to be mentored by different couples that have been successful in relationships? Why not go on Amazon buy their book so that I can respect it? Like, okay, I never thought about relationships. One of the things I remember with Tony Dungy's book is that he taught me a lot about a relationship will never be what you think it's going to be. He said something like, me and my wife were like sort of like in our 60s at the time when we're looking at settling down. All of our kids are pretty much going to college, and my wife comes to me and says she wants to adopt. And he's like, adopt? I mean, listen, we're just, we're just finally settling down, and you want to adopt. And now I think they adopted like four or five kids, mm-hmm. young kids, I want to say. And that's not what he envisioned you know, his life to be now, but he loves it now. But he was willing to to meet his wife halfway. Now, if he was selfish, you know, it would have been a different story. But, you know, a situation like that, he really knew that his wife wanted that. And he was like, okay, this may be out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to go with the adoption. And see, that's that's really unconditional love. Like, okay, listen, I don't particularly agree with this, but because you want to do it and because I love you so much, I'll say this real quick and then I'm going to hand it over. 
Um, you know, one of the things I talk about a lot is Legal Shield because it's one of my businesses. And uh, they recently had a convention, uh, and I may say this on the last show, but I just thought about it. But they had couples on the, the panel at the convention. And they have three couples, and they asked the couples, how were you able to manage your work life doing Legal Shield and also be married and be so successful in both sides. And one couple, Tommy and his wife, Ingrid Sardine, they said when, when your spouse, your partner comes to you and they want to do something, you don't immediately say, no, we're not doing that. You don't immediately reject it. What you say is, I don't agree with it, but how are we going to make this happen? Let's come to the table and see, because you really want to do this. How are we going to make this happen? Now, not everything is going to be agreeable, but you try to at least find a common ground. And if you can't find a common ground, at least you can say, I didn't flat out say, no, I'm not with it. At least you said, well, I tried to see if we could come together. And that, that's what not being selfish. With that, I hand it back over to anybody on the floor that wants to add any last-minute comments. Yeah, any, anybody want to add anything? Because I'm, I want to... Uh... Uh, go on to something else real quick. Anybody want to add anything or say anything else? All right. Well, uh, well, Terry, you did mention, uh, I want to do this, you know, every night that, you know, the nights that you're on. Um, uh, Terry, you are a representative for Legal Shield. Um, and Legal Shield's been around a long time because I remember when I was a part of it back in the, the mid-90s or late 90s i can't remember somewhere in the damn 90s i was there um how important is it for you know to, in today's world for us to have some type of um lawyer representation in our lives with any you know with everything that's going on how important is it uh i mean if i said one to ten ten being the highest I'd probably say 10 plus, and I know people say, okay, well, you're going to say that because that's a business, but, you know, in 2021, we are in a legal, we've always, regardless of what people think, we have always been a legal society. Unfortunately, when it comes to justice, you know, the saying is, it's not black and white, it's green. You get about as much justice as you can afford. And one of the reasons that I'm very passionate about Legal Shield is because um, we have a feature that if you get pulled over at 20, if you get pulled up 2 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, as a, I'm going to say as a young black man, young black, or young black woman driving, uh, anyone that's sort of racially profiled, you can have your attorney on the phone. And I'll tell you this real quick story. There's a gentleman that, it's on my team. He was doing a presentation in Chicago about two, three years ago. And after he did the presentation, came up to him. She said, whatever you do, don't stop sharing this membership. Because maybe if I had this membership, she might have still been alive today. And the woman that came up to my business partner at that time was the mother of Sandra Bland. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, she did get stopped. Yeah. Traffic stop. Uh, yeah. An illegal traffic stop at that, but yeah. 
And we don't know the outcome, but if she could at least said, I got my attorney on the phone, he may have been able to de-escalate it and said, you know, Ms. Bland, don't do any more talking. I'm going to handle it from here and make sure that, you know, he's not violating your rights. But, I mean, we don't know. But that's what Sandra Bland's mother said to uh, my friend and business partner, Alistair Edwards. So, you know, a lot of times when people hear legal shit, they say, well, I'm not a criminal. Why would I need that? We're in a legal society, and we need it whether we're signing contracts or we just need advice about a real estate uh, deal that we're doing with buying a house. Or listen, I listen. I get a speech from my attorney, and when you go to court with an attorney, you don't get any points on your license. A lot of people don't know that. Well, um, I I, I know we're getting ready to. Uh, I just want to stay on here for a little bit longer, if you guys don't mind. Um. Because I got a couple, uh, I got a couple more questions to ask you, Terry. While you're on here about this, we do. I do. Uh, Robin wants to uh, uh, get legal. She just uh, and just hit me up. She wants to get it. I want to talk to you about getting back in it. Um, I know some artists that I've been uh, consulting. They want to. They want to get it because of you made a valid point. Uh, I think it was last week or the, the week before how important it is for uh, independent artists, artists, you know, whether you're female or male, to have this part of them being an artist. How how important is it to have, you know, some again, legal representation when you go through a contract and, you know, and being endorsed or being sponsored? How important is it, Terry? You know, it's real important because what happens is that, unfortunately, when an artist or a producer or a songwriter is presented with a contract, it could be a three- or four-page contract, and they're so excited about getting this contract, and they're like, you know, the, the person is like, just sign it. It's a standard contract. You know, we, we do these type of contracts all the time. In the back of their mind, they're thinking to themselves, I really need to have this checked out, but an attorney for three or four hundred dollars an hour you know what it's gonna be all right my man got this producer this record label they good they you know my man's been looking out for me the whole time then they sign it and then they find out a year two years later that the contract was not in their interest i've got a friend who's an entertainment attorney and i asked him one day i said to him i said as an entertainment attorney what do you do you know, all day. And he said, man, the majority of my day is getting people out of bad contracts. Now, <laughs> I have another friend. Now, this is going to blow your mind. I have another friend who put out a song in the late 80s, a huge hit, but she had never been paid any royalties from this song that's 30-plus years old. She's been in wow. court for the last 30-plus wow. years trying to get the money. For, now, she'll get, when she does a show, she gets paid for the show. But as far as the music on Spotify, and which is her voice, on streaming platforms and all this, she doesn't get paid. She was Shannon from Let the Music Play. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I remember her. I remember her. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that story. Shannon. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Let the music yeah. play. She has never been. So she said the day that she went into the studios to, to do the song, she said before she walked into the booth, 
hey, shouldn't we be doing some contact? And the guy was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll do it afterwards. And she went into the booth, dropped the vocals, let the music play, became a hit. It became a hit. Let me tell you what they tried to do. They tried to actually, once the song became a hit, they actually had somebody else singing her song doing shows. She had to go to court to block that. Like, wait a minute, that's, that's not the girl on the, uh, what you call, I don't know who this girl is on stage that, singing my song. That damn nearly vanilla shit. <laughs> that, exactly, exactly. But it happens, it happens all the time. All the time. So one, one of the reasons I got involved with Legal Shield because I'm a mu- I'm a music consultant. I teach people about the music industry, and one of the first things I say to them is, "Who's your attorney?" Now, if they got an attorney, if they say, "Oh, my my attorney is Kendall Minter," which I know Kendall very well, he's one of the top atten- entertainment attorneys. If they say, "Oh, I got Kendall Minter," I'd be like, "Kendall's my boy. Make sure you hold on to Kendall." But 99% of the time, they'll say, "I don't have an attorney." And mm-hmm. I'll say, how come you don't have an attorney? They'll say, because I can't afford one. And then that's when I introduce them to legal shield. I just basically say, hey, listen, let me share some information with you. Take a look at it. They look at it, and they're like, okay, cool, I'll get it. Yeah, because each, each, uh, each week that you're on, Terry, we're, we're, I'm going to take at least, you know, 10, 15 minutes and then, you know, uh, talk about legal shield and, and some some you know some stuff I want to throw at you about you know well, how yeah, you know yeah, even, yeah. even ask me questions about the music industry if you got music business yeah. questions publishing yeah. marketing uh, you know I'll, I'll tell you some music some music stories when I used to be on tour with Light and Latifah and you know uh, Ice T and you know we can have those conversations as well. This is, I'm on, I'm going to do this real quick so we so people see how how deep it really gets. Okay, as radio, um, a decease and assist letter comes from who in order for the music to be taken down off radio? Who does that come from? I just want to... That's going to come from your attorney. So what happens is this. The way the letter works is let's say, for example, I'll give you a good example. Bismarck is perfect... When Biz Markie came out with, I want to say it's Just a Friend. I don't think it was the other song that he had. I'm thinking Vapor, but I think it was Just a Friend. But Biz Markie sampled a song from, like, the 70s. The song that he sampled was this white guy, something Gilbert something. And I think the song was something called Naturally. Mm-hmm. I can't think at the moment. But anyway, the, the, the original artist, when he heard the song, that Biz Markie did. He's like, oh, that's my song. But what he did was he waited till it got to the top. Like, you know, he told his attorneys, hey, this is my song. This guy sampled my song. He didn't ask me for any permission. And his attorney said, cool, let's just wait. First month they waited. Second month they waited. The fifth month they waited. They waited till that song became so hot that they knew the song was making money. That's when they finally stepped in and said, cease and desist. Which pretty much is like, you need to stop playing the record. The radio station's got to stop playing it. Stop making money off it. This is my song. 
So when you get a cease and desist letter, it's basically telling you to put the brakes on everything. And that's so, going to come from your attorney. So, okay, so I just want to make it known so people out there that are listening, uh, the cease and desist doesn't come from the the artist or the art artist manager. It comes from their attorney, correct? I'm gonna get, I just want to put that yeah. out there again. Yeah, you okay. need to make it. You need to make it official. You need exactly. to definitely need to make it official, and you need to say, you know, with when you make it official, it is it's sort of like you're getting a cease and desist letter from the law firm that will say something along the lines of cease and desist, or we will start to pursue legal actions. Mm-hmm. Now you can do. You can't do it from the artist. When you do it from the artist, it really doesn't have any bearing. You can do it from your manager. It's going to have a little weight to it, but it's really going to have some weight to it when you get it from the law firm. It's almost to the, uh, similar to like collection companies are sending you letters with a law firm because they know that that's going to give you more uh, more weight. It's going to have when you get that collection letter from. JHC collections, you're like, okay, whatever. You throw it in the garbage. But then the next day you get from the law firm of J da 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 and you're like, oh, damn, they, they the one got legal on me. They want to got an attorney. Now you're starting to think to yourself, see, when you got the collection letters from the company last week, you threw it with the other pile. But now that you got the letter from the law firm, and it may not even be legit because a lot of collection companies out firm and that's against the law but when you get that letter from the law firm you're now starting to think i got to defend myself and i don't got the money to defend myself now i got to go to court oh they mean business they're trying to garnish my paycheck they're trying to come after my assets now you all of a sudden you're taking it more serious just like when you're in the music industry you can't get a cease and desist from the manager like I say, the manager, if the manager is a legit manager, he's going to tell a law firm to send the letter. Mm-hmm. If he's a legit manager, he's going to go straight to the law firm like that. Now, if he's not a legit manager, he on YouTube or Google trying to do a, a cease and desist template for his artist to make it look official. But when Legal Shield, and I'll use an example, when Legal Shield sends out a letter, it's got all the attorneys' names on the left side and all the attorneys' names on the right side with the name of the law firm in the middle. That carries weight. Because I had this artist. Uh, last month, I had this artist on. Um, and you see how I do my show, Terry. You know, we bring the artists on, we play the music, and we get the, you know, yeah. we get everybody to, you know, uh, talk about the, the music. So we had artists on. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, I guess he got offended from some of the uh, what some of the DJs were saying about his music. So the next thing I know, the lawyer says, "Pull the song, don't stop the interview." So I come back. No, not the lawyer. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The his so-called management, quote unquote, says you need stop the show, pull the music, and this and that. And I gently went back and said. Without a lawyer's authentic, you know, without anything from your attorney, my show is still going to play this music, and I'm going to still continue on playing. 
My my show is still going to go on. So I gave the person my my phone number and email address. Nothing came in the email and no phone call. So that's where I stop a lot of people at. And a lot of people got to understand when when you get radio, and correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, when you submit your music to radio, radio has the permission to play that music anytime they want to and how they play it. Correct? Yeah, you can you can't you can't yeah, you can't Okay. <laughs> Let me see how I can say this. If if you send beyond if if if, if the label sends Beyonce's I'm I'm in Atlanta. If mm-hmm. a label sends Beyonce's single to V one oh three they cannot tell B103, you can only play that record between 11 a.m. and 2 a.m. 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. You can only play that record on Sunday. You can't play it on the holidays. You can't play it after. The, 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 the radio station would be looking at you like, what are you doing? This, we can play what we want to play. The only time you can stop them from playing the song is if there's a copyright violation. Hey, don't mm-hmm. play that song. We just found out that we got some samples on it that didn't clear. Play that song. Found out that it was copied from another song. Okay, now it becomes a legal issue. But mm-hmm. to say, oh, don't play the song because I don't like the feedback that I'm getting, and the manager is allowing that, the manager should be sitting down with an artist and be like, listen, this is the name of the game. Everybody ain't gonna like this song. Mm-hmm. Just like when when you put out when Denzel Washington puts out a movie, and he got the critics in the newspapers talking about how bad the movie was. Oh, Denzel Washington, this is his worst movie. Oh, Denzel Washington, terrible movie. How could he ever do? You don't hear the movie studios contacting the movie studios and say pull the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Fact, not only is the movie still playing in the movie theater, they're making plans for it to go up to, to uh, DVD. They're getting ready to put it on Redbox. And then they're making a deal with, with Netflix. To put, they're not going to say, oh, this is Eddie Murphy said the movie. The, no, let me go back to Will Smith. Will Smith said one of the worst movies he's ever did was Wild Wild West. Hated doing that movie. But you don't see them putting it off the shelves. Nope. <laughs> it made a lot of damn money too. <laughs> right. So if the manager is allowing this artist to say to him, I don't like the feedback I'm getting on this record, you need to tell the radio station to stop and put it out. Oh yeah. I said without a, without an attorney's letter, I am not gonna stop playing nothing. You know, and he that's gave it to you. I, I, that's what I try to tell people. Once the, once the artist sends that music to us to play, we have all rights to that music again, unless it's coming from an attorney telling us not to play it. That's why. And, and so, see, this is the education so, that some of these radio stations, people that with these so-called radio stations, got to understand as well too. Yeah. So what what is he telling you the reason to cease and desist? Because uh, one, I was I was unprofessional giving him the interview, and I do this all the time. And two, the feedback, the feed, the the 
the artist hung, well, the artist was on the show, and he hung the phone up. So I'm like, you know, what's going on? Why you hung the phone up? So the art, so the management was like, we, you're you're unprofessional, and and the, because of the feedback from from you know from your panel, that's my feedback every night from the panel. I I'm on Sunday through Thursday. If there's any music, I have Peggy. I got no weapon. I got DJ GQ. You know, even you when you're on Terry, listen. You know you know, give your constructive criticism. And, and and everybody in the world knows I'm the only radio station that does this. And he got he got mad because of one song. They said your intro to the song was too long. That's all they said was just fix it. But the song was was hot. Am I lying, Robin? They said the song was good. Just the intro was too long. And he got mad and hung the phone up. But then next thing you know, here comes the lawyer. Stop the show and pull the record. No, I'm not. Not without you. Not without a lawyer's. Uh, yeah. Season to season, I'm not. You crazy as hell. They, yeah. they, they, and can I say they, the artist or his people didn't follow instructions. They're told to send it in MP3. They sent in a link to YouTube. So what was actually what we thought was the long intro was actually a commercial. That was playing. Mm, okay. And, why didn't he just send an MP3 though? Because they don't follow directions. Then, they 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 expect <laughs> us to take the link and go you know go after the link, and that's not what we're supposed to. Certain certain right. artists, certain artists, right. Terry. Honestly, I do. It, it depends on what I have in front of me. You know, just like you know, right. just like me and Jay Will. Me and me and Jay Will talk. We were all back and forth on, and he sent me links. I said, you know, can you can you send me the MP3 link or Wave link? And boom, we I got it without any issue, without any 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 problem. We were both professional. But then you got some that, oh, I'm going to be on the radio. Here's links. No, no, that's not how right. it works. Yeah, but then it's not how it works. Man, like Robin said, their management sent the wrong link from. You from a YouTube video that they did that was a, had a long ass intro, and then it got to the song. So there, you know. So I said, well, that's something that you need to take up with your, you know, with your management. And they got mad. <laughs> and on the phone up, did they talk about you need to pull the music? Yeah, right. Not without your lawyer sending me a letter or calling me or yeah, email. The thing, the thing that's crazy about it is that. Unfortunately, in the music industry, everybody is not a manager. And what artists have to understand is that this is a business. I tell all my clients, it's called the music business for a reason. It's not called music and fun. It's not called music hobby. hobby. It's called the music business. And it's a business. And there's a reason that, you know, I've only seen... Me personally, two people, not even two, I'm going to say one person that didn't really have the experience uh, in the music industry before he started managing an artist, but he does, he, he has done, even to this day, so well with managing this particular celebrity. But when he got in the game, he didn't have any experience. He was like, Listen, I want to manage you. Can you give me this chance? And that's very rare. 
because a lot of people think that they can be a manager, but they don't really have that that background, that experience, the connection. But Shaquem, who was Latifah's friend in high school, wind up managing uh, Latifah, and to this day they started Flavor Union. And and I'll tell you, I'll tell you behind the scenes. When I was working with First Priority Music, uh, First Priority Music was a record label in Brooklyn that had MC Light, Positive K, Audio 2, Mishi Me, and a bunch of other artists, and I was a publicist for that label. I remember one day we were doing a show in Virginia, and uh, I've known Love since she came out with her first song, The Princess of the Posse on Tommy Boy, and I remember walking into the dressing room just taking a break, and Lyle was there. I didn't even know she was at the show. But when I walked into the, the dressing room, I remember Nat Robinson saying to me, who also owned a management company. He owned First Priority Music, but he also had a management company called Nat Robinson Management. And I remember he saying to me, congratulate Lyle, she's joining the family. You're going to be working with her. And I went over there and gave her a big hug. Oh, welcome to the family. So glad you're going to be with us and stuff like that. And I was excited that I was going to have the opportunity to work with her, but she wind up not too long after that going with the guy that she went to high school. He didn't have any background in music, but he was hungry, and he was willing to learn. And to this day, they still partners in Flavor Unit. So those are real kids. James Lasseter with Will Smith is another situation. But see, James Lasseter was Will Smith's road manager, so he had some experience. And to this day, they're still partners for Flavor Unit. I mean, not Flavor Unit, but um, Overstreet. Overstreet, uh, I forgot, production, not for entertainment, Overstreet Entertainment. But I say that to say those two examples are very rare because what happens, an artist finds a guy or a girl with no background in music who says, I want to manage you. And they're so excited that somebody wants to manage them that they don't properly ask the question, what is your background? What is your connection? Who do you know? they just like, cool. And they sign again, and we go back to the contract. They sign the contracts, and that manager is calling you up, talking about pull the music off the radio because you sound unprofessional. That's got <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure Art Kelly said to Gail King, oh, I don't want to do this interview. Professional asking me all these crazy questions, but that interview aired. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, uh, and 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 again, Terry, man, I, I I thank you, my brother, for you know the connection, and 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 you know we know the same people in the industry, so that makes it even you know even a plus with us, and you're able to come on a radio show. And, you know, and give some perspectives to, you know, to the artists that are listening or managers that are listening or label executives or rep representatives and stuff that are listening. Uh, what's what's going on behind, you know, closed doors and you're able to get it here on, on the, you know, on the Hilltop radio show. But if you're not on the Hilltop okay. radio show in order to talk to this man, it's going to cost you a knot. And you ain't getting, you're not going to get a whole hour worth of information. Trust and believe that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, so you better treat treat the Hilltop Radio Show real real good in order to be on here exactly. on to talk to this young man right here, Doctor Terry, and then get some Appreciate get some real stuff, some real the truth 
about the industry and the do's and don'ts. So I'm just telling you, Terry, yeah. man, you know, again, man, um, I appreciate you, man. You know, you're a busy dude. And when I do get to talk to you, I try to keep keep you on the phone as long as I can. But, uh, man, <laughs> you know, do, man. I appreciate good. you, though, man. I, I really do appreciate Likewise, you, though, man. man. And, Thank and, you. And I appreciate teaching, you, too, man. Teaching and, and using your knowledge and, and, you know, and giving it back, giving it back to, you know, positive people that, you know, that um, – that are listening, and 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 Terry, you you agree with me? You never want to burn your bridges with somebody like this man right here. You never want to burn your bridges with you know with opportunities like this, where people can get people such as Terry and other people on the radio, and have you know and give and give you guys feed and knowledge of of the industry and the do's and the the dark side of the the dark side of the industry and well the good side of the industry. So. Thank you, man, for being yeah. on the show every every Wednesday night. You guys can get it right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. If you're calling, it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on, too. No problem, man. Jay Will, man, my brother, man, I appreciate you, man. I'm going to bring you back on another night. When we, I'm going to do a big man. gospel. I'm going to be. I'm going to do a big gospel night, man, where I'm going to be bringing back you know, the gospel artists that have been on the show, man, I want to bring you back with those cats, man, so you guys can, you know, uh, network with one another. That's another thing that we do here on the show, man. But make sure if, if, you, if, if you want your music to play, make sure you, your lawyer sends me a decease and desist. No, man, I'm just joking with you, man. I appreciate you, man. I, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. A good, you know, as as uh, Terry again, one love to you, man. Everything that you do, and everything that you bring to the industry, man. Uh, legal shield and everything, and love and relationship. I uh, appreciate you, man. And uh, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow night right here on the Hilltop Radio Show. We got Miss Bernitra uh, Calhoun, uh, the boss lady. She's the boss lady. Uh, she's going to be with us tomorrow at nine. At nine and nine uh, tomorrow night. So on behalf of uh, DJ Sean and the Hilltop Radio Show, make sure you guys put Keith Debo and his wife in, his, in y'all's prayers, as well as uh, Benita Applebaum in y'all's prayers. I don't know what's going on um, with her, but just keep her in our prayers. And and Robin too. Robin too. She Robin is Robin is tuning in with us. Terry, she's from in the hospital. She's been in the oh, hospital. Right. Okay. Yeah, she's on. She. They had to uh, put her in the uh, in the rubber room just to do this uh, the call because she was going crazy because they wouldn't let her they wouldn't let her on the call so she had to she had to with act, Jesus act shoes cool. on. yeah with the Jesus shoes on the Adidas ones um, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robin we love you though we love you. <laughs> So um, we love again, you and appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Love you. So, so man, you have a good uh, weekend, Terry. You know, we'll talk, and then uh, everybody else have a good night and uh, be blessed. And we'll see y'all back here tomorrow at 9 p.m. on the Hilltop Radio Show. You guys have peace, right. love, and blessings, and we out of here. Love and blessings.
fighting I'm just trying to do the waiting Waiting, fighting I just gotta keep on fighting Get caught up in situations Lord, I need you to fight temptation She